it's for the energetic life force that exists within us all. And it's for the neurons that switch glutamate to produce vitality. E is for the electrification that dominates the world. R is for the ratification between the moon, the stars, and the sun. G is for the geothermal heating to keep us warm through eons of time. Y is for the years of rebirth cyclically between me and you. Energy. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the More Podcast. Today, we have a special guest with us today. His name is Felix. Do you want to introduce yourself to my audience? Yeah, so hello. My name is Felix. I'm friends. Uh, I'm, from, I'm from France, sorry. And sorry in advance for my poor English with, okay. with my French accent. And I'm, I'm interested in energy field and sustainable energy uh, more precisely. And I live in Basque Country in the southwest of France, between France and Spain. Okay. And can you give us a little bit of context about Basque? Yeah. So the Basque Country is a, it's not like an independent country. Uh, it's not rec- recognized like uh, internationally, but is is more like a region between two different countries. So between France and between Spain, mm-hmm. and there is like. Three million people living in this region. Okay. Yeah. Is the culture different in Basque than it is in France and Spain? Like. Uh, yeah, the culture is different because the la- the language is different first. Okay. So we're talking Euskera. That's the name of the Basque language. Okay. Um, and is it like an intermix of Latin and French, or what is it? A- no, it is nothing to do with with French oh. actually, because it it's a pre-Indo-European language. Okay. So it was there before French and before Spanish. Wow. Okay. But the influence of Sp- French and Spanish is really like uh, effective nowadays, and today there is a lot of words that came from. Spanish influence and French influence it, in the yeah. language because it, it, it's it, it's evolving every every year. So okay, so can you te- like say something to us in Ashawan? Felix Ashawan. So my name is Felix. I'm th- 23 years old, and I live in Basque Country in a little town called Urugne. Okay, and tell us how do you say energy in... in Energia. 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 Right. Energia. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. That's it for, for Basque. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so tell us a little bit more about your interest in the energy field. How do you interpret energy? Uh, I'm, I'm really like passionate about a French engineer. Okay. And its name is Jean-Marc Jancovici. And it's like... Um, an expert in like doing links between energy consumption and climate change and is really famous in France right now and is doing a lot of conferences uh, even in MIT in USA recently and is doing a lot of like classes conferences and is leading a company a consulting company named Carbon 4 so Carbon 4 in English and that's a culture consulting firm just here to help companies go towards more sustainable models and just act 
for fight climate change, adapt to climate change effects and try to do something about it. Okay, and you spoke a little bit about carbon. What's your, like, explain to my audience who's not too familiar about the energy field what carbon is and why it's important to reduce your carbon count. I know that's been a lot yeah. of uh, discussions. Carbon4, that's the name of the company of this guy I told you about. Right. And carbon is, like, the most popular uh, greenhouse gas emission nowadays but there is a diff, different diff, different kind of gases there is like methane and all kind of different gases that and they all have different um, um, hot power I don't know how to say in English but they they have different uh, abilities to participate to the climate change okay. so for one for example for one kilograms of methane you, you're gonna gonna it, it's like the same for 20 kilograms of carbon. All right. If you talk about climate change. Yeah. So, yeah. So, carbon is like the most famous one because it's the, pro- the, the one that, you, that you, you're producing when you're running a car, when you're running an oven, when you're burning fossil fuels. But isn't actually. everything in, in nature made out of carbon? Yeah, a lot of things. Actually, like carbon is everywhere around us. Like all the biomass uh, lives uh, are made of carbon, pretty much. The trees are like uh, containing the carbon on Earth, and every time we like burning trees or burning some stuff, the carbon just goes in the atmosphere. And it's impacting our yeah, yeah, our atmosphere. Okay, got it. So. What is your interpretation of sustainable and renewable energy? Uh, so first, I would say that if we focus on the scientific uh, definition of energy, um, it's just the, a physical quantity that you can me- that that this physical quantity is here to measure a changing state of a system. So, for example, if I just stand up from my chair. I'm just using energy because I changed my state. I was sit down and then just to stand up, I need energy. And this is like the scientific definition. And it tells a lot about the, the lies of like sustainable energies and stuff like this, because there is no green energy. There is no, in my opinion, there is no green energy because once you want to change the state of our environment, you're gonna have bad impacts on the environment. It could be like bad impacts for climate change, but it could be bad impacts on pollution, uh, water consumption. There's a lot of different impacts and we are focusing today on climate change, but there is a lot of different impacts. And when, when you're producing energy, consuming energy, you can avoid uh, having these impacts. So you don't think that sustainable energy can be made effective via the like wind energy or hydro energy or solar energy? Like those things don't help. Uh, it helps, but it, it depends uh, on what we are talking about. If we talk about the green gas, greenhouse gas emissions, yeah, for one kilowatt hour of uh, of solar energy, you're gonna emit less than with coal, for example. 
So in that way, yeah, it's better for the environment. But it is not true to say that solar energy or wind energy are green. That makes no sense. Or sustainable. Yeah. So what would be a better name for because, it? Because um, the, the, the best way to be sustainable uh, energy-wise is just to reduce our consumption. If we save energy, that's the, the, the greenest energy you, you, you can have right. worldwide. If you produce energy, this energy can't be like uh, green. It doesn't make no sense from scientific form, from, in my opinion. Right. And it's in the, the strategy now is just to make people think that with solar energy and wind, with uh, wind energy, you can still continue to consume the less amount of the less volume of energy than before and without changing your habits and that's a, that's a lie <laughs> yeah. so what would you like rebrand sustainable energy as uh, energy as excuse me i know that you're into like marketing like what do you think it should be rebranded as so uh, people are more educated about the field i would say energy made from uh renewable resources same maybe energy made from when you renewable resources maybe renewable, okay so renewable energy renewable you, you energy, prefer renewable yeah. energy versus and even this this name is debatable because uh, if you're um, cutting heavy trees on earth uh, faster than the their ability to grow it's not renewable. renewable anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it depends on the quantity you take from here and the ability of, of this resource to just grow up again. Okay. And um, can you explain to us about the energy crisis that's ongoing in France? In, in, Basque, in and France, yeah. Separated or what's, what's the context of energy in those countries? Uh, the context is really particular in France because our, our electrical mix is uh, majority uh, made from nuclear energy, from nuclear plants. It's more than 70% in France, so it's huge. There is no other countries in the world that have such big uh, part of electric produce, pro production made from nuclear plants. Mm -hmm. And there is a problem now because the, the nuclear uh, production facilities are pretty old in France, so there is a lot of debates about should we invest on new different plants, should we uh, make some renovations on these plants to just make them go on for maybe more 10 years, 20 years, something, but there is a lot of issues about security. Because we, we we all know the the problems if a nuclear plants uh, the radiation the radiation yeah there's a lot of question of risk and there is also a lot of issues about the investments because there's a lot of money if you if you want to close a nu nuclear plant it's a lot of money like million maybe billions so this is the problem actually we don't know in France if we need to invest more in nuclear if we need to invest more in renewable energies if you need to do stuff that's the big problem mm -hmm. and the, the actual situation with Ukraine and Russia doesn't help too because 
it, it, it makes a big pressure on gas and gas is also a big part of the electrical production. So it has to, it, it has to, to, yeah, to, you need to consider this kind of geopolitical issues too for the energy, energy context in France. Okay, and is there any relationship with um, France trying to acquire energy from Morocco because Morocco is starting to expand in the renewable energy field? Have you heard of any research regarding that? I've never heard about like France importing uh, energy from Morocco. Okay. Never, but I don't know, maybe it's true, but I've never understand that. Okay, and can you give us like an understanding as to like what's your passion surrounding the sustainable energy field if you don't necessarily believe in it? Um, I think that our world is just uh, made of energy. Everything is just uh, possible thanks to the energy consumption. Like uh, this, this telephone is just the result of energy consumption. And the clauses, the and all like our modern socialization has been built thanks to this energy consumption. So it's I think it's pretty interesting to just understand how it's going and how it's working because it's just at the center of our society. This is I think it's it's really interesting. <laughs> and even if it's not sustainable, uh, the impact of energy consumption on the environment is one of the biggest issues today. So if you want, if you want to fight against climate change, you need to have some knowledge about energy consumption because it's a big part of the problem. All right. Yeah. So what do you think the future of sustainable energy or renewable energy is? Like, what does the future look like for it? Uh, I think that many people are trying to invest a lot of money in renewable energy nowadays mm-hmm. uh, because it's. Uh, profitable business first in my opinion and after yeah because in some cases in some particular environment in some precise cases you can have some benefits in the environment in comparison with with like fossil fuels coal stuff like this but it's a lie to say that if we just develop solar energy worldwide we're gonna we're gonna fight climate change that's right. not true. If we, if, we, if we do solar energy everywhere worldwide, maybe you're going to have more impact than today. We don't know. Would, um, so what does renewable look like in, uh, in Basque, for example? Like, is, is it helpful? Mm-hmm. Do they rely on like, wind energy at all? Like, what is that? Uh, Spain has made the choice of uh, developing renewable energies. Uh, 10 days ago, uh, t- 10 years ago, sorry. So a lot of solar wind, a lot of, of um, uh, wind, wind, um, how do you say, like uh, onshore wind and offshore winds. Okay. And the consequences have been like a price, a rising of the price of electricity, pretty much. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In comparison of with French, for example. Why is that? Because the, you can control the wind and you can control the, the, the sun. So you, it's really hard to like have, um, uh, how do you say, a regular, um, supply when you're relying only on renewable resources. 
because you can't control the the, the the sources so it's it like creates more volatility on the market and this is when a market is more there is more risk pretty much so the price could rise and go down quickly yeah um and I know that you're from France or Basque, but what is your opinion about so like the benefits of solar energy being a, like implant, implemented across African countries, for example, because they have an abundance of sun? Yeah, the potential. I think it's uh, obviously uh, among us for solar energy in Africa, uh, but once again, it depends where you are doing this kind of project and for which purpose and how do you manage to control the variation between the the supply and it depends the the kind of solar panels you want to use to right because the production is yeah. great right now and if the goal is just to import uh, solar panels from china to implement them in africa i think it it, it doesn't make any sense but if you want to because if you import a solar panel from China, you have to wait three years till the the the, the solar panel has like um, like if if you're produce if you're producing a solar panel in China, you're implementing this China, this um, panel in Morocco, for example. The first three years, there is no environmental benefits in comparison with like coal. Because like you have to transport this panel, you have to produce it, you have to, and you we still remain on coal to produce solar panels. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we still re, uh, we we depend on fossil energy and like oil, gas to make this kind of renewable energies happen, mm-hmm. and this is a big deal. So once again, it depends if we create the big. A new industry around the solar panels in Africa with like formation, uh, some new kind of jobs emerging. Yeah, it makes sense. But if the goal is just to develop the China's uh, solar panel industry right. in Africa, for me, it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. So, but question: You don't? Do you think that you always have to use coal, or you could use like a different material, like maybe like granite or something like that, to produce solar panels? Possibly. Maybe yeah, maybe, but it's always depend on the price of the of the end of the panel. Yeah. And the solar, the electricity that came from solar energy, is still a lot um, uh, more expensive than all the source of energy. So. And I think there is a lot of potential too for um, hydro, uh, hydraulic uh, energy in Africa mm-hmm. because this is uh, really interesting. The, the production, the le rendement, we say in French, is like the, the, the ratio between the energy, the energy you, you have after in your plant and the energy you can get to consumers you know if you make a ratio between between these two uh volume it's really interesting for the hydraulic so hydraulic i think it's a good good way to go well, i guess Africa that would too. only be for like the countries that are near rivers and like on coastal regions though like not really yeah the internal countries right yeah 
for maybe for example in um, uh, Republic Democratic of Congo there is a lot of possibilities if you want to expand but you need some new infrastructures you need to uh, you still need to uh, to have big big impacts on the environment you you take a lot of risks too for the the village that are near the, the river so yeah there is no perfect solution Right. If you if you take any energy kind of solution, there is no perfect match. Uh-huh. And um, you have to deal with every situation and just take the best the best solution in each cases. It doesn't right. make sense to make a like a national program. Okay, we're gonna invest like uh, how many billions dollars for solar or for any anything else. You know, you just right. have to adjust to uh, every kind of project and what and just assess what is, which is the best right. for the environment and which is the best for the consumers. This yeah. is, I think, the best way to... Yeah, you have to adapt to your local region, you yeah. um, So my other question is, like, what is your stance on looking at energy from a business perspective? What have you, like, over the years um, discovered as you continue to dive into your, your field of studies, like, relating energy and business together? Uh, I think one of the main points is that the um, the economists talk about the price of the energy, but I think that if you focus on the price, you're you're misunderstanding like a lot of issues of energy, mm-hmm. and sometimes the volume it's even um, like more uh, interesting than the price because. For example, if you think about the GDP worldwide, there is a huge correlation between the GDP and the consumption of energy and the production of energy, you know? And this kind of correlation, you don't have it if you focus only on the price. So sometimes the volume, it's really interesting. And this is something that the economist doesn't want to, to recognize because for them, there is just the supply and the demand. Mm. But the the volume the entire volume has an importance too so when you, you mean volume as in the consumption product. yeah okay consumption and production okay but taking just like the the physical the physical figures you know and not the econ the prices and economic figures mm-hmm. if you talk about energy only from but don't they price it by like for example kilowatt or something like that yeah yeah Kilowatt, yeah, kilowatt, but if you talk only about the price, like euros, you miss a part of the issues. For example, if you take the the worldwide consumption of energy since like um, beginning of the 20th century, uh, you see that the notion of transition is just a lie. There is no transition on the energies. It's just a, an history of accumulation and aggregation because we never consumed as much as gas, as much as oil, and as much as coal than today. Right. So it's a lie to say that we we switched from a world of coal to a world of oil, and then we should switch from a world of composed of oil to a world composed of renewable energy. That's a lie. On history, it's just like accumulation. You know, on energy. Like first you got 
There's a lot of graphs that explain this pretty pretty good. So my next okay, a few more questions. So my next question is when you were talking about that, it made me think about history and how historically yeah. and even in like common communities now, like if we go to like some village areas, for example, in Morocco, we'll find them using more renewable sources of like creating their homes like out of clay for example or different things of that sort do you are you fascinated with that field of like people who are like living in a way that doesn't consume a lot of energy is that something yeah that you've this is the way to go in my opinion yeah. just become more more sober yeah. Just stop creating new technologies like green, green, te <laughs> green technologies and green energies and I don't care. They, they, they could be green, white, black. I don't care. But the the best way, if you want to save uh, energy, uh, if you want, if you want to reduce the impact on the environment for the energy, is to reduce. So yeah. So if you are sober, if you can live with less energy than the mean. Yeah, you're you're in the good in the good, good way. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you have to you study a community like that one day and to help further this research. This is a graph, for example. Okay. For the world energy consumption, and you see that here, the oil has been always rising, always. Right. Coal. That's the same, you see, always rising. Yeah, it's increasing, all of it is increasing, and only renewable energy is at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, increasing. It, it's increasing the renewable. Yeah, but very little compared to everything yeah, else. But this increase of renewable doesn't make a decrease on oil, you right. see what I mean? Right. And that's my point. This well, is why we, 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 we can't create a solar panel without oil. Right. And this is why it's a lie to say that solar panels are, are, are green energy. That's not true. Right. It's like a mystery of uh, aggregation and complementarities between energies. Mm. We can produce something like ex nihilo. We can produce something like without all the, the previous uh, energies we can. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. So what is your advice for those interested in the energy field or sustainable energy field? Uh, I don't know. I'm not an expert at all. But if you're interested in it, just the International uh, Agency of Energy is uh, releasing very interesting figures every day on their website. Mm -hmm. And their reports are pretty, pretty impressive every day, every year. So if you want to watch them I think it's a good starting point do you find a lot of energy experts that look at energy from the perspective of, of how you look at them yeah in France there is a lot okay. there is a lot of mostly in France though yeah I don't know the on other countries but I would say yeah it's, it's pretty pretty common <laughs> but the the people who are the most uh, expert on energy it's um, very often uh, in the biggest oil companies because this is where the information is. Like private, big, big companies of oil, gas, coal, they have the information about the supply, the information about the volume that they can get for the next year. So this is where you can find the, the best experts on this field, I would say. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining our podcast and talking to us about energy. We're really passionate about renewable energy specifically, so we appreciate your perspective. Thank you.
Thank you very much. Thank you.